0: Live from NPR News, I'm Janine Herbst. There's much anticipation about President Biden meeting next week with Russian President Vladimir Putin, but NPR's Franco Ordonez reports the two leaders will not have a joint press conference after their talk.
1: President Biden is in Europe this week speaking with Group of Seven and NATO allies. But the big event many are watching for is what he'll do next, which is travel to Geneva for a sit-down with Russian President Vladimir Putin. The White House says the leaders will participate in one larger and another smaller discussion. President Biden will then give a solo press conference following the meetings. Biden officials say a solo press conference is appropriate to share the topics raised, including areas of agreement and concern. Biden has said he plans to raise several concerns, including human rights, election meddling and cyber attacks against U.S. companies. Franco Ordonez, NPR News, Cornwall, England.
0: One person has been arrested in Austin, Texas in connection with a shooting in the city's entertainment district last night that wounded 14. One suspect remains at large. Nathan Bernier from member station KUT reports.
2: Details are sparse, but Austin police, with help from the FBI, combed through reams of video footage gathered from police surveillance cameras, officer body cams, and the cell phones of witnesses. That's what helped lead to the arrest of a suspect in connection with the shooting in Austin's busy 6th Street Entertainment District. Police Chief Joseph Chacon says they don't have a motive, but believe it was an isolated incident between two groups of people. Most of the victims were innocent bystanders, but we're still sorting out all of the victims to see what their involvement is in this case. Police say when the shooting took place, the crowd was at pre-pandemic levels and filled 6th Street. For NPR News, I'm Nathan Bernier in Austin, Texas.
0: Israel's parliament is expected to narrowly approve and swear in a new and broad coalition government tomorrow. NPR's Deborah Amos reports flashpoints are already mounting. The new
3: coalition had one goal to oust the long-standing prime minister Benjamin Netanyahu they agree on little else but compromise is the only path to survival the first test comes on monday a demolition order for a controversial and illegal israeli settlement a flashpoint after israeli soldiers killed a palestinian teenager at a protest in a nearby village then tuesday a nationalist march through muslim neighborhoods in jerusalem's old city twice postponed because of the likely spark of violence the vote on sunday would put the co- in power, the coming tests would give Israelis a better grasp of its longevity. Deborah Amos, NPR News, Jerusalem.
0: Someone wanted to ride with Amazon founder Jeff Bezos and his brother real bad, $28 million bad. That's how much the unnamed person bid in an auction today for an 11-minute ride with the Bezos brothers into space next month. It'll be the first launch of Bezos' company, Blue Origin's new rocket. This is NPR. Orlando is paying tribute to the 49 victims of the Pulse nightclub mass shooting that took place five years ago today. Matthew Petty from member station WMFE reports bells were rung in a ceremony at a downtown Orlando church.
4: The bell at the First United Methodist Church tolled 49 times as the names were read out. Family members of the victims, state and local elected leaders and others gathered to mark the solemn anniversary. Brian Alviar paid tribute to his sister, Amanda Alviar.
1: Long after us, those 49 names
2: will be read out and remembered. And I take solace in that and know that our family loves each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being here.
4: President Biden says that in the coming days, he will sign a bill designating the Pulse nightclub as a national memorial. For NPR News, I'm Matthew Petty in Orlando.
0: Pandemic unemployment benefits are running out this weekend for hundreds of thousands of workers in four states. And millions more are set to lose their benefits in the coming weeks. Congress had authorized those supplemental benefits as a lifeline during the pandemic. And millions of people have relied on the aid, which includes for a short time, the extra $300 a week. Now that aid ends today in four states, Mississippi, Missouri, Iowa, and Alaska. Now that the economy is opening up, some Republican governors say the extra benefits discourage people from looking for jobs, and many businesses say they can't find workers. Critics, though, say those businesses need to pay more to find the workers. This is